So to, to do a good uh, introduction, Federico Oliveri is from Social Bakers. He's joining us today to discuss the future and the next day and uh, what changes in people's behavior uh, with the challenges we're facing in 2020. Um, he's a good friend. I can say honestly, he's a good friend uh, from because you understand friends from the very few things you get to discuss with them and the, the common ideas you share. And uh, I want to thank you for your time today. And do you want to tell us a few things about your work? What do you actually do yeah. in social bakers? So basically, but first of all, thanks a lot for your words and thanks for inviting me. We have to organize, I think, more <clears throat> activities together. But this is something that we'll discuss after the live. Uh, so my accent speaks for me. My name is Federico Oliveri. Um, I'm Sicilian, but I'm based in Paris. Now it's almost two years and a half that I work for Social Baker. Social Baker, basically, almost everyone knows Social Baker, but many people, let's say, they have an historical view of Social Baker. Social Baker now okay. it's more or less 10 years on the market. So, and at the beginning was just a social analytics tool, and now is is more and more a complex unified platform covering several needs in terms of digital and social media optimization. Sorry, <clears throat> so basically covering from influencer marketing to reporting to audience mapping to content management to content analysis, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Me, I work as customer program manager. Usually the reaction when I say, okay, my job title is customer program manager. Usually the answer is, ah, yes. And, uh, customer you are a programmer. <laughs> yeah, you are pro ah, customer program manager, yes. <clears throat> so basically people, they have no idea what I'm doing, which is pretty normal because I think it's a sort of mysterious job title. Okay. Anyway, my role is very simple. Me, I work just with our top enterprise enterprise clients, like, okay. like LVMH, like Estee Lauder, like Carrefour, like Renault, like Kering, like Fox, like National Geographic, et cetera, et cetera. I work with our top enterprise clients in France, of course, where I'm based, but also in UK, Benelux, mm -hmm. and the so-called Southern Europe region, which is Italy, okay. Spain, Portugal, and Greece. Basically, my role is to define, identify together with my client, the best use cases and best practice for using Social Baker. So in this way, first of all, they can optimize their MarTech ROI, so their investment in the tool. They can improve the operational efficiency of their team. And last but not least, which is the most important things, optimize their social media strategy and results. Basically. Okay. Basically, the customer program manager, it's uh, one role that at the same time cover three roles. Three roles, basically, the customer program manager is a consultant for mm -hmm. the clients, for the top clients, in order to define with them what is a best practice and what is not, what you stop, you have to stop. Second is a project manager. They identify the needs and align the needs of the different stakeholders, internal and external, so client side. And last but not least, uh, is a subject matter expert, an expert about social media marketing, digital strategy, et cetera, et cetera. So 
basically my role, uh, the key asset of my role are three. Identify best practice and use cases, monitor, constantly monitor the changing needs of the different stakeholder, and decline together with the client strategic guideline and procedure. And okay. I, I hope that now is a little bit more clear what is the job, at least in social beggar of a customer program manager. I think you do what a modern CMO could do from an outside point of view. Yeah, me, I'm always someone external from an organization that from one side could be a weakness because you are not inside the organization, which is pretty normal. But on the other side could be an advantage because inside big corporations, big groups, there is a lot of politics. So they know they need someone external. So in order to avoid an internal conflict, someone external that say, no, stop it. We have to do like this. Because if yeah. if comes from someone internal, could generate some internal conflicts. Also, there is this thing, a good friend of mine mm -hmm. uh, told me that the reason you're doing your work good is because you are emotionally detached from the client. But yes, it's true. From, from the project. If you are emotionally attached, whether because you grew with it, you were the one who built it, then it's possible you're going to make mistakes. Yeah. So being emotionally disconnected gives you the opportunity to focus into the reality. And speaking about the reality, mm -hmm. what, is the rea what is the reality today? How is marketing facing the current challenges we, we have? How do you see it? So cor current challenges, of course, we are talking about uh, the 5G. <laughs> no, well, of only, only. <laughs> only about 5G and all. No, of course, about Corona, COVID 19, coronavirus, or the way that you want to call it, uh, 300 yeah. ways. So basically, I would like to report some data coming from Social Baker. Basically, as I said before, we are now it's 10, no, it's more than 10 years that we're in the market. So we have a huge database coming from external and also internal data source. So our clients. Mm -hmm. So basically, we run a huge analysis covering, covering basically the from the end of February until almost the end of March. And what we discovered that basically right now there is a paradox. It's something to be honest that still I cannot believe it. So from one side, people are more than ever connected online. For simple reasons, there is the quarantine. Me, I cannot go outside in this moment. I'm in Paris. There is the police that control. Mm -hmm. But on the other side, brands are strongly reducing the advertising budget, which is, to be honest, one of the worst things that you can do. It's something that I would like to underline. I had last week, I had a webinar dedicated just to social banker clients with first time in my life, 317 attendees from, okay. from 25 countries and a drop-off rate of less of 3%. At least me, from my point of view, I've never seen something like this. It's coronavirus effect. By the way, it, <clears throat> so it's a message that right now I would like really to underline. During a crisis, the worst mistake that you can do is to stop your marketing budget for a simple reason, because in the long term, it will be harder for you to recover 
because there are also super nice some nice data coming from an insight agency called Work in London that they compared during the the last economical crisis between 2007 2018 company they were investing and company that decided to cut the budget during the crisis and from this data <clears throat> they understood they understood that basically the recovery was faster for for company they were investing during the crisis and not only they gain market share because in this moment i don't know what do you think the metrics i would like also to have your opinion for me there are mm -hmm. also other two points to keep into consideration first of all we notice from the data that there is less competition and keep well we keep always in mind that people are more than ever because they have nothing to do to be honest connected online now we notice that for example the cost per click decrease of 30 percent and in general terms all the cost per action are decreasing in terms of advertising for one simple reason less competition around the target of course and, and more people and more people engaging in the platform exactly more active user at the same time this is a good point you have less competition which is something that directly influences your the bidding the bidding during the and the, the algorithm of facebook and the distribution of the ads and exactly as you said you have more active people more more active people connected this means that now you have lower cost and a lower cost per action it's much more easier to be connected to your audience and in this moment this is extremely important also in terms of uh, to be top of mind not just right now but also in the long term <clears throat> because if you communicate correctly right now you will be top of mind also in the long term because because there is one topic that i would like to discuss which is the famous and abuse brand purpose brand, yeah. the reason why the reason why behind the brand that of course is directly connected to the brand position. This is something that we know and eh? the brand image. Basically the brand, as we know, brand, they have to stop to be hypocrite. Basically brand, uh, brand purpose doesn't mean to put just a rainbow during the gay, the gay pride and then be homophobic in your office, for example. Of course. Is an example. Right now, there are people exactly like me, exactly like you, exactly like us. They are living hard times because they are close at home. They are scared about their work, <clears throat> and, they, and this is exactly the moment in which the brand they should show their brand purpose. This means to be close to your audience, inform them, entertain them. Then, if you want, we can talk later about some some example entertain your audience that is close at home and show what you are doing in a concrete way also to support uh, your countries during this crisis i don't know what you think about this i i believe that brand purpose is not only about being there in the good times but also be present in the bad times and in challenges this is what uh, real people do. And if you want to consider that brands need to behave our people uh, as people, then uh, they need to be present at the same time. But my question to you is, how present can you be in a challenging time? Do you create uh, tactical, aggressive advertising messages to obtain your sales for the, for the purposes of your 
annual goals or do you try to be as relevant as possible and advise you and uh, maybe do some sales at the same time? What's, what's your thinking behind? To be honest, for me, it's a really good question also because it's not super nice, uh, super easy to answer. And I like this kind of question. But at least, first of all, from my perspective, it's changed a lot from brand to brand. Also because be aggressive, not be aggressive, be on the middle depends also from your brand identity. Of course, during a crisis is not the right moment in order to change completely your brand identity. It doesn't sound coherent. Right yeah. now, and also depend from your product offer and the actual regulation. Something very simple. If you have an e-commerce and you can deliver this product to the people. Right now, I think that what brands should do is, first of all, to work on two ways. Basically, understand the new needs of the audience. Like, for example, I mentioned to be entertain people during their, be part of their quarantine routine. So basically right now you can definitely, definitely, you can definitely sell, but of course it's important to modulate the message. Like I want to help you. Now I will provide a couple of examples. I want to help you and I provide you all the information because to be honest, I was reading a nice, um, a nice survey done by one of my clients, the It's Kantar. Do you know the insight? Yeah, of course. And ba Kantar, yeah. basically, Consumer declare today that they don't like too much promotional content. So, so what I mean, company they are riding the riding the crisis in order to sell. But you can do it, of course, but in a smart way. I will provide you a couple of examples. Right now, for example, a company in the on the beauty sector like L'Oreal is working with virtual uh, beauty advisor beauty advisor with the chatbot with the chatbots of mm -hmm. manager, and also with virtual trial on the website because more uh, more than ever now you should experience the product at a distance you cannot touch the product and so people basically with the virtual assistant they can see for example the air color on the hands on the website of course me, okay. I, me i don't have this problem as you can notice in terms of air color and of course, uh, this from one side means entertain people, help people, inform yeah. people. So the beauty, the beauty advisor, you are at home. So for example, there are a lot of companies, there are beauty companies, for example, they are creating tutorial on the perfect makeup for the video conference, the work video conference. So this is adapt to your communication to the moment. And at the same time, you are selling and promoting your product. What I mean is that you have to find a compromise between serve your audience in terms of their actual need related to the quarantine, and at the same time, of course, sell because you have you have objective to to reach. Yes, of course. Uh, we have a similar client in the beauty industry, <coughs> and uh, we saw that the, there is a lot of uh, there is a need to transfer the experience of. Uh, UD into the online world. And uh, this is some things we are adapting and to do in the following days. So it's very interesting how people perceive UD and every other product that is not, let's say, commodity, <coughs> and how they are changing their behavior 
to address their needs at the same time be able to continue their life without having too much clashes into their routine so <clears throat> from the from the client perspective from the user the consumer how do you see their behavior changing do you do you see they are receptive to messages are they able to respond even even if you adapt your message to their daily routine and their guaranteed lifestyle yeah to be honest uh, from what i saw the brand they are doing this well they are getting a lot of nice uh, reaction a good conversation from brands i will give you an example for example ikea in italy right now every day is working in synergy between instagram posts and instagram stories with with the series of content dedicated to we were talking before valorize the different room of your apartment and every mm -hmm. day they propose of course a product of ikea and at the same time an activity the best book to read a sport tutorial this is a smart way and generate <coughs> good reaction from the user, really positive reaction from the user. And this is, to be honest, my friend. If you adapt in a smart way, you can, you can continue to sell. The other, and the user, they perceive well. The other trend in terms of user perception, and I saw a lot of negative, uh, negative sentiment around this, it's basically it's a crisis. Usually when there is a crisis, there are two of the main things to do is to improve your caring uh, department and your, yeah. your cross-caring. This means website, uh, telephone, social media, of course, et cetera, et cetera, chat assistant, whatever. Of course. Uh, and at the same time, provide some guidelines and the updated information, which is not easy because right now with the different national regulation, things are changing. Just to provide you an example, in France right now, for goods that are not primary, you can receive mm -hmm. the delivery just three days during the week. Before, okay. before was possible, <clears throat> sorry, during the whole week. This, of course, brings to some delay in your order. So you have to really provide the right information to your caring team in order to keep track of all this order. So what I noticed that really in several industries, the teams are not prepared. They are not receiving the right information in real time. And this generates a lot of negative sentiment and also a lot of negative buzz. For example, I won't. I was looking. I was looking on the um, the content published across several channels of airline companies because airline companies is a, airlines is an industry is one of the most touched during the crisis, of course. Yeah. And <clears throat> one of the content on Twitter with uh, more negative sentiment was a content from British Airways, and British Airways were promoting the new flexible the new flexible policy so that people can change their um, their flight ticket, of course. But there were a lot of people complaining that it wasn't impossible to join someone on social media to receive an answer, a clear answer uh, from the website, uh, on social media, etc., etc. And also some clients uh, were complaining that me, 
that I'm a loyal client of British Airways since ever. It's not my case, of course. I'm not receiving. Uh, I'm not receiving any answer. So we can easily imagine with the, which is the final results in terms of customer experience and customer loyalty. So to summarize two trends, who is adapting in, in the right way? The communication is generating a lot of good, uh, good sentiment, good buds, and can continue to sell. On the other mm -hmm. end, if you didn't invest, correctly invest in <clears throat> caring, cross-channel caring, and at the same time on improving the communication between different teams, like for example, the e-commerce one, the community management one, the PR one, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If you didn't work on this process and you are working right now live, of course, these brands are struggling and they are generating a lot of negative buts and frustration from a user, user perspective. Yeah, and mainly a lot of issues that occur in these cases is that we perceive uh, the, the, the future of marketing just uh, as communication which yeah. is not only that there are a lot of other elements, many other elements, communication is only 10% of it. And uh, I wanted to know from your perspective, how do you see the, the whole elements of marketing as a holistic uh, approach? How do you see them being integrated? Do you think that there is a solution of being able to be honest and at the same time offer valuable solution and be customer centric with and avoid all the clash of big uh, clients who have uh, politics and very very big processes and that avoid you to work uh, the way you want so this is a good question and also a complex one. I think that we can do another live just to talk about <laughs> to, to talk about this. Um, for me, what is right now is the most urgent things to do in order to have a marketing that is not just communication. And me too, I totally agree with you, but something that has a direct impact in terms of business. Because mm -hmm. today, let's be honest and transparent, especially when we talk about social media marketing, nine out of 10 social media strategy are not bringing any business impact. Something that I discussed yeah. this morning, I had <clears throat> another talk this morning in, in, in Italy, in Italy, virtually. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I cannot come back. I'm, I'm still here in Paris. You see, with these changes, you can teleport. You, you can go wherever you like. Yeah. In seconds. <laughs> Always. As long as you have as long as you have internet connection. And at the same time, as we said, I can move from one room to another of my apartment. Yeah. Oh, this fine. Yeah. Let's say double travel. And today for me, the main urgency is to really start to work on some strategy that has a direct impact on in terms of business. In order to do this, there is only there is one thing to do, which is very complex, to start to be for real, but for real data centrics. Because right now, if you talk with all the marketers of the world, you need just to open your LinkedIn, uh, your LinkedIn feed right now. Everyone, every company in terms of marketing is data driven. It's not real. Yeah. It's not real. It's, the, it's also from my direct experience working with big groups, big brands. Basically, today, market 
the marketers should understand, first of all, they should correctly map the customer journey. Also, because it's not easy, we know, because the customer journey can, may vary, but we should identify in order to advance, identify some path. At least the main, the main touch points. Exactly, the, the main path, because in this way, it will be easier, first of all, to understand what is the role of all the different assets, social media, digital PR, influencer marketing, whatever, and the integration between the different marketing leverages in order to advance people on the funnel. A stupid example, we generate this, for example, typical of the beauty industry, we generate lead from social media, then, then we convert through email marketing. This is typ yeah. typical in beauty, for example. But you can yeah. create 300 of other synergy. We generate traffic from social media, then, then we retarget with Google advertising. We, we, we work on drive to store campaign. Right now, you cannot work a lot on drive to store campaign. <laughs> in general, drive to couch, <laughs> drive to my other room campaign. Yeah. But what I mean is, first of all, if you have a clear vision of the path, you can understand the role of every single asset and create synergy between the assets. Second point, you can really understand which type of KPIs and data points you should look at and how to integrate it. Because right now, in terms of KPIs, you have thousands, millions of KPIs, keeping into consideration all the different data points, social media, email, CRM, web transactional data, data from the usage of your uh, app, if you, are, if you have an app as brand. But... So basically, you have infinite possibility. But as I love to say, you have to select few KPIs, uh, but the most relevant in terms of the results they're going to bring. And also, it's going to be easier in this way to understand which KPIs we can compare and integrate, so coming from different data sources, and understand if we, we can compare it <clears throat> or not, because sometimes there are some indicators that are calculated, measured in a different way, so it's not correct to calculate it. And this, this is going to have a benefit, is going to be a benefit in terms of KPI selection, is going to be easier your measurement and your reporting. And also then last, when you have a, all these three points, it will be easier, something that is extremely important, the, in, the knowledge sharing, share the insight between different departments. So in this way, for example, typical example, the creative team and the media team, for example, typical example, they start to communicate, they start to communicate. So for example, the media team can clearly express the need and the creative team, when create an asset, a video, an image, a carousel, or whatever, really a banner for a mail, whatever, they have in mind what it means performance and the reason behind the production of this content and the objective is going to be in the long term. Uh, last but not least is to start to start to destroy, and I use this word by purpose, destroy because it's one of today of the main issue in terms of performance for the marketing, from a marketing perspective, destroy the barriers between teams. Yeah. Right now we have team silos, teams that are doing different activities without any type of communication, creative team, media team, influencer and PR team, 
data, anali data analysis team, uh, customer excellent team, customer care team, etc., etc. No, we should start to really connect this team in a simple way, provide the right tool in order in this way the information is centralized, so everyone has access to the same information and the same architecture. Strategy, strategy means a common goal and common KPIs because we keep, keep in mind that very often this team are judged in a different way. No. Of course. No, 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 no. And, and the marketing has a very different goal than uh, customer experience or accounting or media. Exactly. We should start to define some goals that are in common across, across department. One goal, two goals, three goals, whatever, depends from your strategy. I don't care how many goals. They are in common across team. So in this way, or we lose or we win together. There is no way. And, and some KPIs in common in, in common in order to judge the work as overall of the other team. And last but not least, of course, define some procedure in order to formalize the communication process and also how to manage the workload between the team. Who is going to do what, when, when we are going to fine tune together our strategy, et cetera, et cetera. What is needed from one team to another, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, very interesting. So let's say this mayhem finishes soon. We hope so it finishes soon. Finger what, <coughs> Yeah. What is the next day for the marketing industry? How do you see the marketing evolve and what is the role of the marketeer in the next months until the end of 2020? To be honest, it's, for me, it's a little bit hard to answer this question for a simple reason. Right now, it's something that we, before uh, the live with the metrics, we were talking about our actual project with our clients, clients on the social banker side and clients from your side. Right now, it's super hard to plan in the long term for obvious reasons. Everything is ch changing uh, almost every day, let's say every day. Yeah. And also there are some direct impact uh, um, connected to the different law regulation of the countries. Start again some production, open something, etc., etc. So for me, it's a little bit dif difficult to have a vision in the long term because right now we have to work really on daily adapt to be adapt your strategy on, your, on a, almost a daily basis, which from one side is a good and positive thing so because in this way, company will start to work in a more agile way, finally. Less bureaucracy, more agile methodology, I, I like to say. <clears throat> but let's say I think that right now, this crisis is accelerating some processes. They will have, of course, an impact in the last, in the next three months, as you said, or until the end of 2020. For example, at the beginning of this live, we were talking about uh, experience at, at a distance. Yeah. So right now, for example, more and more company, they will start to invest more, for example, in augmented reality in order to make the audience look and feel and better understand a product in order, of course, to sell it. Also, if they are at home or they are, uh, let's say, someone else. So it's going to be accelerate all this type of process and investment. Augmented reality, 
a better, a better delivery and e-commerce infrastructure. There are many companies that right now, they, they woke up and they are investing in their e-commerce right yeah. now. <laughs> and of course, they didn't do... I won't finish my... I didn't do nothing for years and years. So, so now they have a user experience and a usability of their e-commerce days a nightmare. So I think it's going to accelerate all this process regarding better better infrastructure in order to sell, better investment in order to show and make the user touch your really touch and have an experience of your product. And of course, more organized processes in terms of customer care. So customer care mm -hmm. is really integrated between department and channel. And I would say something that we were talking also before the live, to be honest, today is ridiculous. There is some big company that they discovered in 2020 remote working, which to be honest, uh, <laughs> I, I still I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it. But anyway, this will accelerate some proce internal processes in order to create some better, a better internal communication and also provide the right infrastructure for the different team. Okay. Very interesting. So, who are the winners and losers in this situation we're facing today? Based on your insights and the things you see from Social Baker's perspective and uh, the data you're gathering, which industries do you think are going to have the most benefit today? And uh, which ones are going to have the biggest challenges? But of course, the business, the biggest challenges. It's pretty normal. It's everything that it's connected to hotel and tourism. Everything connected to accommodation. I have some big clients that comes from <clears throat> this sector. For example, Shangri-La or Accorotel, the Accorotel Group. Are two of my clients, clients of Social Baker. Of course, for the for accommodation brands right now, it's really, really hard, really, really hard because, of course, everything is closed. People cannot move. So right now, what they are in, they are investing in order to keep a relationship with the audience, keep a relationship with mm -hmm. the audience, then then uh, will become something else. So <clears throat> a commercial relationship when uh, the situation will change. <clears throat> Then the winner, the winner, of course, are all the brands that are offering services that, let's say, are more directly to connect to the situation, to the quarantine. If you, right now, you are an e-commerce, then sell, book, you sell um, sport. Toilet paper. Toilet paper, yes, exactly. <laughs> the pasta, also pasta. People now, pasta is the, is the new black. Yeah. Good news for Italians. Maybe we'll do another live uh, talking <laughs> about cooking anyway. <laughs> um, I, I can move to another room, which is my kitchen. Uh, <laughs> so basically, all the brands that are selling products and goods. Uh, they are directly related to the, ca the quarantine routine on the on demand TV, uh, books sport equipment, everything it's around this product, of course, are the direct winner right now. But to be honest, we don't, 
for me once again when we were discussing at the beginning about uh, the investment the paid advertising investment the stopping the paid advertising investment in the short right now during a crisis is one of the worst mistakes that you can do I repeat, I repeat the message uh, will arrive <laughs> I think that the winner in the long term are the brand that, as we discussed before, they are communicating in the right way. They decided not to change the investment, but to change the message in order also to continue to sell. So adapting their communication to the type of new needs, the new needs of their audience, and also modulate, changing their, adapting their brand purpose. So be close to the, to the user. In the long term, they are going to be the real winner. So in this case, more than a sector are specific brands. And because this is going to be a huge, huge, huge competitive advantage in the long term, at least from my perspective. So you, what we've discussed so far in terms of what can brands do today is, first of all, adapt the message to be part of the guarantee routine. Um, have a communication in the moment. Certainly don't stop your advertising investment uh, to manage to be on top of mind. And uh, find ways to satisfy users by adding values. Mm -hmm. uh, adding value to, to the client journey by connecting your goals and uh, the goals of the user. And also opt optimize really your investment in infrastructure like simple as that and e-commerce and also optimize all your social caring activity yeah in terms of channels how do you see the the channel mix changing in these situations because we have a, a huge uh, advantage using different channels for different audiences for different purposes we have new channels emerging like TikTok. we have other channels like our are working like a bit more guerrilla and are coming um, coming to the forefront like a house party. And uh, I, I wanted your opinion regarding um, the the mix of channels mm -hmm. and the different placements to be able to serve the client during the situations. Do you mean during the actual situation? Yeah. To be honest, during the actual situation, uh, digital is king at 300% for obvious reasons. I don't, I don't need to meet two times and one day in general terms. And it's something that I work a lot uh, about this. I love and we have to work a lot on this as marketer on the integration between online and offline. Also because very often the final depends then from the type of goods, the final conversion comes offline. But in this moment, of course, the offline channel are, let's say, not the, be not the best one. Let's say in this moment, uh, for sure, for sure, social media are on top. I think it's one of the best channels in which you should do, you should be. Just to share some data coming from Facebook. Facebook, one week ago, uh, they shared the number, the, the number of live on Facebook and Instagram has doubled in Italy, for example. There's one of the countries that has been more touched by this actual crisis. So more than ever, once again, people are online. <clears throat> they have more spare time. And also people now find, search for information also to improve, improve themselves. So 
another channel for real to monitor is also everything is around search because right now mm -hmm. I think it's a it's a nice moment in order to understand if there are some new needs in terms of search that are coming, some trends, and how to leverage it also because right now you can leverage it uh, with less competition if you are if you understand identify this type of search need before and uh, last but not least i will say i will say for of course tiktok is a channel that is not new that is rising but of course let's be honest right now is just to a specific to a specific is just for a specific audience then it could be the case of your brand or not. Depends on the type of product and also the brand image. Anyway, there are super nice project on TikTok right now of influencers and try to edu educate uh, teenagers in order to stay at home, respect the distance, etc., etc. So also brand in terms of education information, they can be part of this flow. By the way, something that I didn't. Yeah, this is another things to cover that I um, I didn't say when I will uh, when I was talking about uh, our data analysis about the coronavirus. We noticed uh -huh. influencer marketing right now is definitely a channel. Why? We noticed that exactly as paid brand, let's say now they decide to stop to put in standby some key influencer marketing campaign because we were analyzing all the posts uh, containing the, all the sponsorship partnership, uh, like uh, AD, advertising, et cetera, et cetera. And we can see that right now it's stable and it's going down. Okay. So, people, this, so in this, this means that there are less paid partnership out there right now, but at the same time, for example, you can open right now your, Insta, your Instagram account right now, exactly as us, influencers are at home and they are creating thousands of content, thousands, tons of content. And this is a flow that you can definitely leverage as a brand in order to reach your audience, interact with your audience. It also is nice because right now influencers, they are posting, let's say, more natural content. So yeah because they have no choice ah, exactly they have no choice they, they cannot have their photographer at home exactly they don't have the set they don't have all the lights uh, maybe they have a limited makeup all the stuff like this so they are posting more and more let's say natural content exactly as we do when we are in our place and we want to share something so definitely also influencer marketing right now i think is a strong leverage during this period what is your opinion about Pinterest during uh, this period? To be honest, Pinterest uh, also depends because Pinterest, to be honest, is a social media, it's very localized. This means mm -hmm. that there are some regions in which is super strong and drive a lot, a lot, a lot of traffic. For example, United States. <clears throat> but in United States, we have to keep in mind, for example, these are the famous differences they are from country to country. That, for example, in United States, uh, you have the quarantine just in New York, basically. And so, yeah. in LA, if I remember well, on, on the, all the other states in the US, people can do what they want. So we don't have the same trends of people that are more connected online. Anyway, there are some countries in which Pinterest, to be honest, is extremely useful because generate a lot of traffic. 
Another in which, to be honest, uh, is not super useful in terms of optimize your resource because it's not in terms of active user is not very useful. So let's say if we have to decline a strategy in which the social media is very strong, of course, once again, with the board, the collection, we can do several combinations in terms of communication and, dri and drive to e-commerce. Once again, we can play with uh, all the idea that we can have in mind to be part of the quarantine routine. Let's say the best book to read called a board, the inspirational board, or the top makeup uh, to use for your remote working call. You can create some inspirational board for people and generate traffic to your e-commerce. So, yeah. But to be honest, it's very localized, Pinterest. So yeah, it very localized. Depends from country to country. Yeah. In general, for, for me, it feels that uh, the challenge we're facing today is like we're doing a deep dive into an abyss of data <laughs> because brands are creating data, even organically. People are creating data. Transactions are being made online. Activity is being uh, populated daily. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're seeing uh, brands that, and companies that are ready to respond to this by offering solutions. Others who are not ready. And if you are agile and prepared to take advantage of these insights and data, then you can bulletproof your company and prepare to live in a different way after this challenge of, uh, ends. Yeah, I totally agree with you, but it's an, and it's also part of what I said before, because you have, the, there is the famous risk of data obesity, so too much, too much data, but as I said before, if you identify for the different channel, the type of impact they can bring to the business, then it's going to be much easier to avoid this risk of data obesity. So you are going to select really the, the right data, the, the right KPIs, it will be much more easier understand and imagine the integration between data in order to have some actionable insight that you can use it for real. It's not, it's not yeah. for the ple pleasure of reporting. Yeah, well, uh, talking about data, um, data can have two effects. One, create knowledge, not the other side, destroy, um destroy identities let's say because some some job titles will will extinct in a few years because of data and because of the way we can manage data what is your position in the future of marketing and data management do you think that the marketeer will be obsolete soon that will be replaced by machines or do you think that a, a lot of job titles will be extinct it's like in the jungle in order not you have to evolve in order not to to disappear exactly like in the jungle so i don't to be honest with me i am a huge fan of artificial intelligence i think the artificial intelligence will bring uh, an enormous and tremendous value to our job uh, from every perspective from targeting, from content creation, from pricing, from localization, from customer care, everything, really everything. But I think that right now, first of all, it's going to be a, a, long, uh, a long process in terms of timeline because it needs some maturity investment. 
of course, there isn't investment without maturity. And in the second term, and to be honest, I don't think that we are going, if people, they adapt to change and they evolve and they learn new skills, artificial intelligence is not going to to far you from your company then of okay. course, then of course it's up to you to evolve and learn new skill if of course of course doing marketing today is not like doing marketing of course in during the 19s so and to be honest maybe i'm too direct but if people do not evolve they don't they are not part of what is changing. It's also, it's also normal that then uh, they have to disappear. Yeah. Uh, Federico, we have a question from Adeocles. He says, why I need social bakers for my company? Because in this way, I can pay my rent. No, this <laughs> <laughs> And Paris is and, expensive. And, and travel to Cyprus. And, and travel to Cyprus, because we are talking about Demetris, me, I'm Sicilian, proudly Sicilian. Demetris has never been to Sicily, and me, to be honest, I've never been to Cyprus. So yes, exactly. So in this way, I can, after the, at the end of the quarantine, I can buy my ticket for Cyprus. Uh, why you need social beggar for my company? Of course, of course, I won't. I would like to avoid the typical sales pitch of it. Of then after we'll answer to the new question about data and artificial intelligence. Um, I will avoid the the typical sales pitch of because it's the best social media marketing tool in the world. To be honest, social beggar is a great tool, but it always depends on which are your needs right now. In any case, mm -hmm. by the way, our value proposition as company, because we work especially with big company, is to provide a unified experience, unified all the different data points at different teams, from influencer marketing to analytics, to paid, to reporting, and to content, of course. So if you want to have a unified experience, a unified experience in order to optimize your strategy and the operational efficiency of your team, Social Baker is the best tool in the world. Then of course, mm -hmm. I will be more than happy to discuss more maybe on private on LinkedIn. And if you can share with me, which are your actual needs and we can of course discuss in private. Cool. So we have another question from Marios. Mm -hmm. Referring to data and AI, are you aware of the Singularity Net platform? Very interesting project by Ben Gretzel and Hanson Robotics. To be honest, I, I'm not aware of it. To be, honest, to be honest, me neither. I've, to be honest, I'm not aware. So if Marius, if you want to share on the chat some, some more details, me and Demetris, we were, we were both happy to, to know more. Cool. So when are your plans? When are you planning to... Ah, Okay, I'm ready for social bank. <laughs> can I okay. have, can I have an 86% discount? But it depends. If I have an 86 uh, discount for my flight to Cyprus at the end of the quarantine, we can do it. If not, le let's discuss about it. <laughs> maybe maybe the police can accommodate you. So that uh, yeah, yeah, you can exchange services. That's the accommodation. I don't think they cover the overall 86%. But we'll... 
Maybe part of it. Maybe 10%. Maybe 10%. Well, then the yeah. vents. Then the vents. Eh? Ah, thanks for the okay. thanks for the for the link, Marius. I will have a look at the end of the call. Now I save it. Thanks a lot. Perfect. So let's uh, is there anything else you would like to comment or say to our audience? No, to be honest, nothing in particular. By the but by the way, if you have any type of question, feel free to ask it right now because I'm more than happy to answer all your questions. In any case, you can find me, of course, on LinkedIn and not just on LinkedIn, on almost every social platform. So feel free to join me. And I will also share your uh, contact details later on, on the comment line. So feel free to feel free to join me on every social platform that you prefer. There are people that prefer. There are some people that write me just DM on Instagram, for example. Other that they prefer for this type of topic to stay officially on LinkedIn, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But in any case, choose the type of platform that you prefer and feel free to reach me and ask me any kind of question related to these specific topics. Federico, I want uh, from you a, a last favor. Yes, tell me. Do you want to come to Sicily? No, we have still the quarantine. Uh, apart from that, uh, we will plan it after the quarantine. I would like from you a wish. A wish? A wish for the future, for the people who are envisioning the future with positivity, mm -hmm. for people who are still hanging on and, uh, and doing the best they can to be positive for them and their families and and everyone around them and uh, i want this to be a message for everyone for a, a better quieter and safer future to be honest uh, i don't want to be original but because i want to be concrete so i wish the end of this situation as soon as possible first of all for the people that are in the hospital for Mm -hmm. We are working in the hospital and last but not least also because if let's be realistic if this situation will last a lot will have some direct economical impact uh, also yeah. so i wish the situation this situation is going to end as soon as possible and also if we are going to lose something maybe our job there are some people are going to lose the job we can find the energy to Create, recreate ourselves and find something better. That's it. Mm -hmm. Perfect. <laughs> like bakery product, like only five. no, but on, on our on our headquarter they organize. Uh, but now they are not organizing because also the quarter is closed. They are they organize uh, sometimes they organize um, uh, bakery lesson. Wow. Social beggar beggary, of course. So maybe we we should visit visit the social bakers headquarters one day. Yeah. Uh, also because it's in Prague, it's a nice city. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much for your time. It was truly an honor having you. Um we wish you all the best. We wish you to keep safe for you and your family. And I hope we can meet soon. Yeah. And all the best. For the future, uh, let's I'm gonna I'm gonna share your contact details before below in uh, in the video recording, yeah. and I hope it was insightful. I'm, I'm sure it was insightful and very beneficial for everyone who viewed this live session. 
Yeah, well, first of all, once again, thanks a lot for inviting me, Demetris. It was a pleasure, to, first of all, to see you again and, and to participate at this talk. And of course, something that for me is extremely important. Every feedback is important. So feel free to share with Demetris. They will share with me or direct with me on social media, every kind of feedback. For me, it's always important to learn something new and improve. So every, Perfect. every kind of feedback is more than welcome. And thanks yeah. for your time also. Thank you, thank you. All the best and have a nice evening. Yeah, you too. Ciao. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.